Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Nourishing Amy podcast. This is episode 102, and it's also the first episode back for 2022, if you are listening to this episode when it has just been released. Happy New Year. I know we're a few weeks into January already, but guys, I had a break and wow, it was good. Wow, wow, wow. You know, it's like you don't realize how much you need a break until you actually have one. And oh, it's been years since I actually had a proper break over the Christmas holiday period and stepped back from work and my work commitments. And geez, it's just been so nice. So I hope that for you, there were some moments that you were also able to switch off for yourself here and there, and that there was some time for you to be able to fill your cup because I am feeling so refreshed. I'm feeling super pumped. I'm so motivated. I'm really, really looking forward to the podcast this year. I've got probably four or five episode topics lined up for you guys ready to go, which I'm really excited for. And the first few episodes of this year are going to be about how to make this year, not just now at the start of the year, but for the rest of this year, how to really make this year feel good for you and really getting in that mindset of like, how do I want to be feeling? What do I want my life to look like this year and in the future? What things, what habits, what maybe changes in lifestyle, what little adjustments do I want to be focusing on and do I need to be focusing on to move towards that? Because you guys will know my big focus all the time is with you in the podcast, with my one-on-one clients, with everybody that comes along to my workshops. How do you want to feel and how can we be moving towards that? And that's really, really what these next few episodes are going to be focusing on. I've got a mindset thinking pattern that we are going to be talking about today that is hopefully going to help you moving forward this year into really embracing the idea of taking on board things that could previously be perceived as um, criticism or negative feedback or feeling stuck in our ways and we're going to flip that on its head. So today we're going to be talking about the fixed versus growth mindset. Now this is actually part of a cognitive distortion or a thinking pattern which you guys will be familiar with if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while. I did a whole mindset series uh, at the start of last year and it 
is based on, I think there's about 16 episodes from that series that I did, the Mindset series, and they are all based on different cognitive distortions, which is a very fancy way of saying thinking patterns. And you would know also if you listen to those episodes that they are based in cognitive behavioral therapy. And it's really looking at the way that your brain is perceiving information as you're going about your days and how it's perceiving the world and how it filters that information through to you. So if you would like to listen to some more of the mindset series or some other thinking patterns that you might be able to notice, you can scroll on back to episode 68, it starts. So episode 68 is just an introduction for the mindset series and explains what a cognitive distortion actually is. And then as we go through over those weeks, there is a whole heap of different thinking patterns that you might notice The episodes only go for about 15 minutes or so. They're quite short. I did record them when I had only just had Ollie and it was really for me to help me to just feel like I was still, you know, me. Like I was still studying and learning and really focusing on, you know, work things that helped me to feel really good as well as adjusting to that new mum life. So there's things learning about generalizing and deleting, black or white thinking, uh, catastrophizing and magnifying, jumping to conclusions, and also really touching on how some of these thinking patterns can really play into feeling anxious, feeling stressed, feeling quite overwhelmed, and what you can do about that as well. So definitely, if this, if you like this episode and you like the kind of vibe of it, I think you'll like those episodes. So scroll back to 68 and then it goes all the way up until, let me just have a quick look for you. Um, episode 81, it goes up to as well. So um, they're probably the episodes that I've got the most feedback on as well over on my Instagram uh, when they were being released and also as people are re-listening because they're quick and easy to listen to as well. And they also, each of those episodes provides ways to change that thinking pattern as well and recognizing how it might be coming up for you, but also what you could be doing differently. And the cool thing about noticing these is it also plays a big impact in really positively impacting the relationships around you as well. Because when you can start to notice your own thinking patterns and take responsibility for them, it helps you to see the world a little bit differently as well, which can help you to be more flexible in those really important relationships that you have in your life as well around you with your family, your friends, your loved ones, maybe romantic relationships if you have a partner, all of that kind of cool stuff, which you know I'm very down for. Now, before I jump into the fixed versus growth mindset and what that looks like, what it is, how you might notice it coming up for you, and also what you can be doing about it, you know that I like to give you guys some recommendations at the start of each episode as well. So my recommendation, I've got two for you today. Now, they are going to be along the lines of helping you to feel a bit more organized, a bit more structured. They're also questions that I get asked quite a bit on my Instagram as well. So if you don't follow me over on Instagram, come over. It's just Amy underscore Rankin. Um, I share a whole heap of stuff, lifestyle stuff, mindset, thinking patterns and changes, different tips and tricks, um, recipes. Uh, I get asked the most random questions, like where my keyboard is from. Everyone seems to be obsessed with my white keyboard that I have. Um, It's from Kmart, by the way. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so one of the questions that I got, I posted a reel a few days ago 
and it was about staying consistent with your routines and the healthy habits that help you to feel really good. And at the end of that reel, uh, there was a video, a little short video of a magnetic meal planner that I have on my fridge. And I had a few messages from people asking, hey, where did you get that fridge magnetic planner from? It's not going to be a surprise when I tell you guys it's from Kmart. <laughs> so much of my stuff is from Kmart. They actually have some really good stuff. If you can kind of go through and find the things that are going to be really useful for you that you're actually going to use, then Kmart can be such a good shop. So I actually think it's like $6 or something, but um, you'll see it if you go and have a look at that reel. But on one side, it's got the days of the week. And on the other side, it's got a little section for a shopping list. And then it's also got a notes section. And it's just like a whiteboard. So you just um, write on it with a marker. And I do all of my meal planning on this. So I organize our dinners for the week. This is how I do. I've been doing click and collect lately because, look, Ollie's just a bit out of control the last few weeks. And it's hard to do the food shopping with him at the moment. So I've been doing click and collect. And um, I just sit down and write out all the meals that I want to eat for that week. And then I figure out, okay, what do I need that we don't have already for the ingredients? Um, and then also in the notes section, the way that I utilize that is I put in, uh, any, activities, appointments, anything like that, that I have coming up that Aaron has, that Ollie has, my Pilates classes, um, all of that kind of stuff. Also, I do write in the days of the week. If I'm working of an evening, if I've got my one-on-one -on -one clients, I will put what time I'm working until. So say I might have a workshop until 8.30 p.m. I'll put that on there so that Aaron also knows, okay, Amy's working until this time tonight. That means I'm going to be doing dinner or like, what can I help with? That kind of stuff. So that's one of my recommendations. Now, the other one is kind of related to this. It's another one I get asked about all the time on my Instagram. And you guys will see if you follow along on my stories because it's on my desk where I work. It is my monthly planner and my weekly planner from Steph Pace Planners. So it's literally a big pad of paper. The monthly one, it's obviously broken down into um, all squares. And so before the start of the month, I will sit down, write down all of the dates and any appointments, what my working days are, what my workout schedule and routine is going to be, all of that kind of stuff. It just helps to keep me organized and motivated. It also helps me to break down, okay, what am I actually doing this month? What are my priorities? That kind of stuff. What's on my to-do list for this month? And then the weekly planner, exactly the same, but a little bit smaller. And it's obviously just for the week. And I'm help that helps me to break down, again, my to-do list, but on a more daily level and make it more specific. So that's my recommendations for you. Kmart Magnetic Meal Planner and Steph Pace Planners Monthly and Weekly Desk Planners. They're great. I use them every single week. They're absolutely amazing. And for those of you that are asking, yes, they're awesome. I love them and I use them all the time. Now let's talk about fixed first growth mindset and how this can relate to you and what it actually is. So it's two different thinking patterns that we can be in 
we might notice different areas of our life that we might be in one or the other. Now, people with a growth mindset, they believe that talents and abilities are things that they can grow and develop. So they believe that they've got potential, they can grow talent or skill through putting in effort, through practicing things, and by gaining knowledge on things and learning. So that's our growth mindset, our fixed mindset people, they believe that talents and abilities are quite stagnant. So maybe they feel like they've reached their peak. They feel like I've learned all there is to learn in this specific like topic or area in life, or I'm doing really well in this area in life. I don't need to learn anymore. Um, or maybe they just feel like they're not interested in learning more or growing and developing. So I know that when you first hear that fixed mindset for a lot of people, it's like, oh, that's not me. But it's interesting when we have a look at some of the examples that we notice, okay, like maybe I do notice this coming up even on a little micro level. And this is the important thing to focus on because even if it is a micro level that we notice these things coming up in, it's like, well, how is this actually subconsciously affecting me though? Because what if there's maybe even four or five times a day or a week that I am thinking these things and how is this holding me back? So this is what I really want to be focusing on is how could this potentially be holding me back? And what is my future potential moving forward? If I do start to change these things, what could I be also? achieving here. So I'm going to have a look at breaking this down into how this relates to our health and fitness section area of our life. So nutrition, fitness, um, just our overall general health and well-being. Also our personal life. So that may, might be you personally. It could be your social life, that kind of thing. And I'm also going to touch on how it can relate to your career and work life as well. So three important areas, three of the biggest areas that we have in life. So having a growth mindset will help to keep you open to opportunities and it really helps you to continue to develop and expand what you're currently capable of. And ultimately, it helps you to thrive in so many of life's circumstances. It helps to take those kind of curveballs that can happen in life that pop up a lot of the time that feel unexpected and it helps to work with them instead of against them. So you can kind of start to see how, okay, I see how this could be really useful for me. A lot of the time with our curveballs that get thrown, yes, they throw us off, but if we've got this growth mindset, it's like, all right, what can I do about this though? Instead of maybe sometimes getting stuck in that victim mentality as well that we can notice coming up. So benefits of a growth mindset. Now this is relating to all of our areas of life. So you can view obstacles and challenges in life as opportunity for learning and development. For example, opportunity to learn new skills. You might feel like you want to become more adaptable. You can develop your ability to expand into, say, different job roles, for example. It helps you to feel open to meeting new people and, in general, just expanding that self-development area of your life. Uh, another benefit, you believe in putting effort into, sorry, you believe that putting effort into developing yourself will help you to be successful in the long term. So I love thinking about the long-term game here. Uh, so it could be that, yeah, learning something new might take time and practice and effort, 
but you can also see how that process is going to help you in the future. Whether it's that you can see how really applying yourself to something and learning something is going to help you in the future because then you feel like, oh, I've done that before. I can do that again. Or you can see that what you're actually going to be learning in that process is also really going to benefit and help you as well. Uh, another benefit, you know that feedback provides you with valuable insights and areas for learning and development. So as an example of that one, feedback can inform uh can help you to put a development plan in place. Sorry, I'm trying to read my notes and I don't normally have notes, but I wanted to really cover like a lot of stuff in this episode. Um, so I wanted to be a little bit more specific with you. So it helps you to get, helps you to get insights of yourself and it includes you learning about your strengths in some areas, but it also helps you to learn about some areas that you could potentially develop in, but feel like you want to embrace that rather than looking at that as a negative thing as well. And you also understand that people who are doing what you would love to be doing aren't competitors, but instead you can look at them as motivators to help you to achieve your goals. So you might see other people that are successful in a certain area of life or have a thing that you would like to be achieving or working towards. And you could look at them as mentors, as advisors, as teachers, and you can see them as really valuable people in your life rather than having that jealousy kind of that can come up and that like, well, I want what they have and judging them kind of thing, which is not a good place to be coming from. It's not a happy place to be coming from, you know? So let's have a look at some different examples um, that is in general, like our general holistic view of our fixed mindset. So it can be things like comparison and judging yourself. It could also be judging others as well. There is actually a mindset series episode on comparison, but if you search comparison in the Nourishing Amy podcast, there's also probably two or three other comparison episodes as well that will come up for you. So I know that comparison is a very big thinking pattern that can come up and it's a big habit that can come up. So that's why there's a few different episodes in here for you. Um, some other examples of fixed mindset, I'm either good at this thing or I'm not good at this thing. It can be that you might be thinking things like, I feel jealous of other people and their successes. It could be coming up for you as when I feel frustrated, I give up. So you might be trying to do something, whether that's an activity or something around the house or something at work and you're feeling like, oh, this just isn't working how I thought it was going to work and I just feel frustrated. There's no point. I'm just going to give up. Um, and another really common one could be, uh, this is just who I am. This is me. This is who I am. So if we flip that, the growth mindset in this is if I put in the effort, I can learn to do something. Uh, successful people inspire me. Failure can be constructive feedback and areas for growth and development. And also this is a big one. I can change my habits if I want to. A lot of the time we will notice a really common one for the fixed mindset is like, oh, this is who I am, or we buy into some of those labels, which I am going to touch on in a second for you. Um, but having that growth mindset of like, yes, this is a habit that I have fallen into, but I also have the ability to change that and I want to change that as well. So let's quickly touch on career. 
So some examples, really quick examples for career could be things like, I'm not good at public speaking or presentations. Um, so I'm not going to be able to get that promotion. Uh, I don't enjoy my job. I don't get along well with this person in my team. So you can see how when we're looking at some of the language that's used in these things, it's like, I'm not good at this. I won't be able to do this. I don't enjoy this. I don't get along well with this person. We can see that they're really not motivating statements or thoughts to be having. So of course, if we're getting stuck in some of these thinking sentences, thinking patterns, we can see how it can really start to feel like it's holding us back and we're feeling quite unmotivated, especially when we look at things like in our career or our workplace. For a lot of us, the statistic is that we spend something like 40% of our waking hours at work. So if you can catch out some of those fixed mindset patterns and flip them around, okay, maybe you might feel like you're not good at presentations or public speaking, but that doesn't always have to be the case. How could you start to build up some more self-confidence in that? If you are telling yourself like, oh, I'm not going to get that promotion. This other person's going to get it over me because they've got this skill or that talent or, you know, whatever it is. Stop talking down to yourself. Catch out that negative self-talk. You are just as worthy and valuable of anything that you want in your life as anybody else. And if you put in the work, you can get there. You can do that. Maybe it might look and feel a little different to originally what your perspective of how you're going to get there was, but it doesn't mean that you can't get there. Things like I don't enjoy enjoy my job, I don't get along well with this person in my team, they're quite generalizing big sweeping statements. So that is part of, I think that was like episode, let me just have a quick look, uh, 69. So that is the mindset series episode on generalizing, distorting and deleting. So that will really touch on how these big sweeping statements can play a big impact, a huge impact in how we feel, how our relationships grow and develop and things like that. Um, If you're constantly telling yourself things like, I don't enjoy my job, I don't like this person, um, it's only going to expand those thoughts and feelings and perspectives that you have. Um, Now let's have a look at personal life. So these ones are, again, very common. And these are the smaller kind of subconscious ones you might notice coming up for you. So things like this personality trait is just who I am. So it might be things like, oh, I just get snappy when I'm tired, or I'm always running late, or I'm stressed and busy. And when we buy into these labels that we have, then it means that we are then consistently creating that identity for ourselves. Uh, It could be thoughts like, hard conversations are an attack on me. So if you know that there's a a difficult conversation coming up for you with a friend or a family member or a partner, then when you're going into it with a fixed mindset, it's like, well, this person is just attacking me or they're not, um, it might be things like this person doesn't understand where I'm coming from. This conversation isn't fair. So when we get stuck in these fixed mindset thinking patterns, it means that we're also not as flexible in seeing things from other people's perspectives, in creating some empathy, some compassion, in being able to see two sides to the story, but also being able to really have constructive conversations with people and employ some um, really empathetic listening and mindful listening as well, which is very important. Um, Some other examples in our personal life could be things like, I'm not smart, so I won't be able to do that thing. 
Um, I'm not good at, I don't know, like a certain skill or hobby. So I'm not flexible. So I won't be good at yoga or um, there's a few health and fitness ones that really come under that, which I will um, talk about in a second. Could be things like, say, for example, you wanted to start painting and you feel like, oh, I'm not good at painting. So I'm not going to give it a go because it's just going to be too hard. And then what we have that happens is we enter in a distraction technique. So again, something I've spoken about in previous episodes, but our distraction techniques are things like maybe scrolling on your phone or watching Netflix or going and pouring a glass of wine or distracting yourself in some way from the reality of whatever that situation is. So instead of trying the painting or trying the, I don't know, online yoga class or whatever it is, you have you have then decided that it's going to be too hard. I'm not going to be able to do it. So I'm just going to scroll on my phone instead, or I'm just going to clean the kitchen, or I'm just going to put my Keeping Up With The Kardashians on on Netflix and just watch that instead. So our distraction techniques can be a really good indicator as well of recognizing, oh, okay, like I've gone for the automatic scroll or I've gone to just pop that show on on Netflix again. What's actually happening for me here? What am I distracting myself from? Is there a fixed mindset coming up that I'm getting stuck in that I can start to move through? Now let's have a look at our health and fitness section because this is a very, very common section. These will be things like I'm not fit. I don't like healthy food vegetables don't have any flavor, healthy meals are boring, I'm not good at running, I'm not good at burpees, I'm not good at squats, like insert your most hated exercise there. Um, Things like I'm not a morning person, things like I didn't do that exercise well, so I'm not good at it. So an example of this for me personally is when I first started getting back into my health and my fitness after I had my appendix out a few years ago. So I actually had blood poisoning after that and I was not... wasn't allowed to leave my bed for six weeks, except for obviously like getting up and going to the bathroom or making some food. But I was on quite strict bed rest for six weeks after that. Um, And yeah, it sucked. It was a few years ago now, but I was really wanting to get back into my health and my fitness journey and just, you know, like get back to feeling like myself again and moving my body because you guys will know if you're a regular listener, movement for me is really something that it's one of my big ways that I prioritize myself and helps with my mental health as well. Uh, so for me, when I got back into that, they have ski ergs at the gym that I go to and I was doing a boot camp session and I was so bad at the ski erg. Like, honestly, I actually can't even explain how bad I was. Think of like, yeah, look, I don't even know. I can't even explain it. I was just terrible, but I recognized that I was terrible at it because I was very unfit because obviously there was um, a health curveball that had happened that had thrown me off. But I also recognized that if I want to get fitter, if I want to feel that sense of accomplishment and achievement and growth, this is what I'm going to focus on. And so then every time we would have the option to choose between, say, the treadmills, the ski erg, and the air bikes, I would be like, no, you know what? I'm going to choose the ski erg because that's what I'm worst at at the moment. And that's what I want to get better at. And so that's what I used as like my measure of how am I progressing in this? And I didn't really realize it at the time because it was years ago. 
but I was really employing that growth mindset. And then the ski actually ended up being one of my most favorite activities to do because I did get really good at it. And um, yeah, so same can be said for anything else. If you feel like, oh, I'm not a runner or I've never been able to run, I'm not fit enough to run or I'm not good at burpees, they're really hard. I mean, of course, apart from any actual physical like ailments that you have that like physically stop you from doing something of course work with people like your personal trainers your physios your chiropractors all of that kind of stuff the professionals in their field but if it's just your mindset that's holding you back in thinking I'm not good at that thing it's too hard I'm just going to give up and do something else that feels a bit easier we want to be able to view our setbacks or things that make you feel discouraged as growth opportunities or opportunities to improve. So yes, it might take work or it, let's be honest, it is going to take work, but isn't that also satisfying, right? When we can start to flip to that perspective instead, we can really start to see that instead of having those negative thinking patterns and negative self-talk of like, I'm not fit, I don't like healthy food, healthy meals are boring, things like that, I'm not good at this, and giving that self-talk, when we can flip that around, okay, I'm not at the fitness level I would like to be at the moment, but that doesn't mean I can't work on it, I'm working towards this goal. And so again, that also touches on something else that I speak about all the time is doing the five whys, connecting back to that emotional reason behind your goals that you have so that it's not just about that surface level of like, oh, I'd like to lose weight or, oh, I'd like to do 15 burpees in a minute or whatever it is that yes, that can be a goal that you have. Yes, of course you can have a goal to lose weight or do a certain amount of burpees or run a certain distance. But when you can ask yourself why that's important to you and connect to that, that is going to make a big difference. That is going to be the emotional connection that you go deeper than surface level and you see why these things are actually important to you that moves you into that growth mindset of like, okay, now I'm connected to this and I know why it's important. What can I actually do and be putting into place to move towards that? And how does that feel empowering for me? Like, how cool is it to think that you have the power and the ability to create the person that you want to be and you have the ability to work on that every single day? So I guess basically what I'm trying to say is you aren't stuck. You don't have to buy into the labels that you give yourself anymore and you can be anyone that you want to be relate this to anything that has come up for you as I've been talking that you realize, oh yeah, that kind of does resonate with me. Or I can see that I have this thinking pattern in this, maybe this area, or this little thought does come up for me here and there. Let's start to change that. You can be anyone that you want to be. You are not stuck. You do not have to buy into those labels that you give yourself. You have the power to be creating the you that you want to be, to be moving towards how you want to be feeling every single day. Now, just quickly before I finish, I've got a few podcast episodes that also are off the back of this that are going to help if you want to dive a little bit deeper. So I've got episode number 41. That one is about how to easily change your bad habits and how that can impact your whole life. I've got episode 58, which is called Don't Live in Your Head About the Things That You Can Control. That's a really good one. 
really closely related to what I've been talking about here. There's episode number 16, which is priority you. Why I don't have time isn't good enough anymore and how to prioritize yourself. So if you find that you're buying into that excuse of like, I don't have time, I'm so busy, I'm feeling so overwhelmed, that's a great episode for you there. And last of all, episode 39, which is using physical or body image goals to cultivate self-love and happiness. So that's a really nice one on how you can really be using these physical goals and these fitness goals to be employing and really moving towards that self-love and that happiness rather than them feeling disempowering for you as well. So there we have it, guys. That is our fixed first growth mindset. I would love to hear how you are utilizing these thinking patterns and helping them to push you and move you towards the person that you want to be, to be achieving the things that you want to be feeling, whether that's in the gym, whether that's in your personal life, whether it's in your home workouts, whether it's at work, whatever it is for you, I would love to hear how this relates to you and what you're going to be taking action on this year. I can't wait to see you next episode. I'll talk to you soon. Have a beautiful day. If you liked this episode, I would love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. If you want to hang out more, you can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join our group. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm and everything in between. You can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. If you would like to get in contact with me, please don't hesitate to reach out and shoot me a message on Instagram. You can find me at amy underscore Rankin. Last but not least, it really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review on whatever app it is that you listen to this podcast on. I am just a little independent podcaster and every subscribe and review helps my podcast to be seen and heard by more people and to help more people get their sparkle back. Thank you again so much for being with me and have a fantastic day.